0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Gay Side Stories with Trillificent. We are back again. It is the year 2018. Um that's about all I have to say about that. 2018, yeah, it's still it feels like 2017's like afterbirth right now to me. Um, but you know what? That's my cross to bear. So, with that being said, I have a very, very special guest. I have someone on the show who has shown nothing but love and support from the very beginning. Uh I someone that I know for a fact, listens every week, comments, and everything, and I'm very, very happy to have him on the show. So please introduce yourself.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is Gilly. I go by Gilly underscore SJ on Twitter. Very excited to be here. I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> oh, it'll be I had sent Trevor Evans a couple of memes <laughs> expressing my nervousness. <laughs> it'll be, <laughs> but I'm happy fine. to be here.
0: You'll be fine, <laughs>
1: and it's, happy New Year.
0: Yes, yeah, happy New Year to you too. It's just, I like I said, it just it still feels like 2017's, you know, redheaded stepchild, but. I'm going to get my life together. So, speaking of getting things together, let's move on into the first segment, the come quick segment.
2: I'm going to come, sir. Oh, yeah.
0: So, I wanted to talk a little bit about goals. You and I were DMing on Twitter a little bit about this. uh, Maybe last year, and that was where I got the idea for the show. And I was like, oh, well. If I'm going to talk about this, then I just need to bring him on the show. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, I don't know about all that. Like, these tweets (laughs) is cute, but... And I was like, no, bring your ass on the show. So, we're here. We're going to talk just a little bit about goals because it's New Year, New Me, or New Year, Same Me, or New Year, Leave Me Alone. Whatever you subscribe to, this is the time of year where people set a lot of goals. However you feel about that Mm. is irrelevant. Let people live their lives. If they want to wait until the new year to set a new goal, let them do it. You know, a lot of people use the calendar as a way to start fresh. So Mm -hmm. if someone says, "Okay, it's the new year, I want to do something different with my life. Who the hell are you to judge them and and start talking slick at the mouth about it? Like, let
1: people live. Right. That's very true. You always see the. um the gym heads start to post their memes about the gym being so crowded. Listen, and I talked a little <laughs> February, bit about that February. I talked a little bit about that <laughs> on
0: last week's very short episode. The gym heads start complaining, and my my only response to that is: the last time I checked, y'all are working out at Planet Fitness, y'all are working out at Bally's not bellies Bally's is not with us i don't think Bally's is with us any longer uh <laughs> no, um, anymore y'all are working out at whatever gym you're working out at none of these gyms have your name on them right you are <laughs> paying fees you're paying dues to work out at the gym just like everybody else so you don't get to dictate what people do when they come to the gym all right you know mm-hmm. that the gym is going to be a little bit more crowded because people are trying to get their life right for the new year. Plan accordingly and shut the fuck up. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nobody is complaining when y'all are in the gym with all these all these cameras and equipment and shit <laughs> trying to videotape everything. No one complaining about that. We watch y'all videos. We give y'all likes. We looking good, brother. You know what I'm saying? We support y'all. And then we want to bring our fat asses in the gym to try to get a little bit of what you got. And you mad hang it the fuck up right. and see sis what the fuck right Damn. exactly Ooh, let me hop down off my soapbox because i've already done this and this is not three um <laughs> <clears throat> so goals first up i want to talk a little bit about the identification and kind of that initiation process of setting goals realizing you you have some things that you want to do and setting those goals for yourself so i guess the main thing would be for, What kind of advice or tips would you have for the planning stage of goal setting and actual setting of the goals?
1: I I mentioned briefly before we started that I was listening to uh, the Getting Grown podcast. Shout out to my (laughs) sis. Hey, Kia. Hey,
2: Jay.
1: (laughs) And they, um, I believe it was last week's episode and they did, um, they were talking about goals, smart goals. Uh, Both of them mentioned that they have worked in project management at some point, and the acronym is SMART, S-M-A-R-T. The S stands for Specific. The M stands for Measurable. The A for Achievable. The R, Realistic. And the T, Timely. Mm And I thought they gave some very good advice, and I think following that acronym is actually could be been very beneficial when you're thinking about what kind of goals that you want to set.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. and I would have to agree. I think the biggest thing with goal setting that you take out of that is making them realistic. And that's been something that I've struggled with. I talked about a little bit about that before we started recording. Like I've already been struggling with 2018. I feel like I am, just a day late and a dollar short. That's Mm -hmm. not to say (laughs) that I'm not going to get on track, but, and I even talked to my therapist about this yesterday Mm. and I told him and he, he was very enthusiastic with his agreement that I said, I just, I'm going to give myself this month to really pull it together and let some of that stuff happen organically. But Back to the point, instead of trying to force a lot of stuff like it's the new year, I need to be in the gym right damn now, and I need to be doing right. this, and I need to be doing that, and you know, I need to have this financial plan, I need to swing from, from the chandeliers and do all this other, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just trying to push myself, just let it happen organically because for the past couple of years, when I wake up on January 1st, my entire being snaps to what it is that I need to be doing for that year. Mm. So for 2016, it was, I need to evaluate my circle. You know what I mean? I needed to figure out what kind of people I had around me, what they meant, who is around me that doesn't need to be around me. And who am I trying to hold close to me that does not need to be there? Mm Um, 2017, because I was in the middle of unemployment, I had a lot of things going on. I was still doing that intrapersonal relationship kind of, uh, evaluation, but then it moved to a more personal evaluation of, you know, what am I doing? What do I want to do? And that was really around the time when the podcast started, you know, we had started okay. working on the podcast in December, but January, that first week of January was when we really started putting pen to pad. We did a couple of test episodes, and I think we recorded our first real episode, maybe that first weekend of January or second, whatever. So by the time we launched at the end of the month, we already had about three or four episodes. Wow, um, yeah, so that's, that's uh- for 2018 because I was sick, I feel like I kind of missed that calling. So I want to give myself time to snap and see what happens, see what organically comes about. Now I have my own goals, you know, things that I want to work on, things that I have not worked on, that I've been putting off that I want to finally tackle. But I just want to I want I'm curious to see if something naturally is going to come along and My, like I said, my entire being just kind of aligns with this one goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the, but the major tip from that, and this is really me preaching at myself, but if anybody (laughs) takes something from that, then hallelujah to the Lamb. (laughs) Uh, The setting realistic goals. And yeah. that's always been an issue for me because it's like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. And the goals are lofty. And it's not to say that they are not things that can be accomplished, but I have to really sit back and look at it and break it down and say, how am I going to achieve this? Is this something that I can do as quickly as I want to? Is this something that is going to take time? Is this a goal that's going to take me the whole year to, to accomplish and so I have to mm-hmm. dig into my very, 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 uh, very poorly supplied bin of patience, so that I can run this marathon of a goal. Um, but just making realistic goals. So yeah. for example, if you like, okay, I'm trying to get this body, right. I'm trying to get this snap back. If you have a hundred pounds to lose, it's January saying you want to lose a hundred pounds and look a certain way by May. That's not realistic.
2: (laughs) Not at all. Now I'm
0: not saying it, you can't do it there. It can be done in some instances. However, the end result may not be what you want it to be. You may not be healthy. You may not look the way you want to. You thinking, okay, I Mm don't lost a hundred pounds and I'm about to strut my stuff on the beach but you know you got enough saggy skin to jump rope with and that's no shade <laughs> it's just that the timing of a goal right. and how you attack it 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 will affect the outcome so, Oh yeah definitely but it's i mean funny and that again you... it, it, and it's a self evaluation type thing because i i do believe there's something like i I've, I've met people that have lost 80 pounds in four months and they, they don't have a lot of saggy skin. It's just because their body type is a little different, but mm-hmm. they also were eating literally eating salads for every meal with little to no drip Like they were not, you know what I mean? Like it, it, again, it's, here's the goal and here's an extreme way of getting to it. So with that being said, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you, I think you were saying something before we move on to the second point of it.
1: I was gonna say, um, you mentioned talking to your therapist about it. One of my goals for last year was actually to start seeing a therapist. I'm um, on board. <laughs> I Talk waited till like, i the last in part of twenty seventeen, but eventually I did find one and I started going in October. Mm-hmm. And I met with him yesterday and we were kinda of talking about, you know, some of the goals or some of the things that I wanna make happen in twenty eighteen. And just like you said, he was saying just to Make sure you get specific. Like we have kind of broad ideas of some stuff that we want to do, but it's important to kind of break it down into little pieces. And like you mentioned, as far as being timely, see what you can do in the short term, see what's midterm, and see what's long term. And so you can make sure that your focus is appropriate for what you want to do. And he also said, well, you're making sure that you're trying to be actionable, which I guess is the next part that we're going to get into. Right. But you just said that make sure what you're doing is enjoyable. If it's not enjoyable, more than likely, you're not going to do it. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So I was just, uh, was, this was some stuff that I was thinking about before I had even met with him. But just the fact that he brought it up was kind of confirmation for me that, you know, I was kind of on the right path and thinking about some good things and how to approach 2018. Amen.
0: so with that being said we move along into the actual execution and this is where I've talked a little bit about it but I wanted to get your thoughts on it first Uh, I guess any advice or thoughts that you have on now that you've identified your goals how do you go about executing
1: Uh, to me the even I was talking to him about this, like the execution part is usually the hardest part for me. Absolutely, <laughs> It's like, you have these, you have it in your mind, what you want to do, but different aspects affect your motivation. And then things happen out the blue that you don't anticipate. And all of that little bitty stuff, even yourself, your own anxieties, your own reservations about stuff can stop your execution. Um, so with him, I talked about, about just we just kind of talked about just baby steps (laughs) Mm -hmm. what's the least that you could do that's like i said that's enjoyable to you that would still get you towards your goal so even if your goal is to work out or be healthier okay what what's the least bit that you could do in order to get the ball rolling and get started on that goal so we talked about maybe doing some stretching at home Like you're sitting and watching TV. You could stand up, <laughs> do some stretching, or you could get some of those um those resistant band things and start working out with those. You could walk around the neighborhood. Well, in Chicago, it's freezing right now, but just, you know, something small just to at least get it going. And then checklist, Check it off on a checklist. You did this, you did that. Okay, I'm making progress, and that's going to help you keep going further and further in your execution.
0: Um, <clears throat> I, I just have to agree, and <laughs> uh, I talked a little bit about this before, but what will really help, and just to punctuate what you were saying, being realistic in your goals and then being realistic in the breakdown of them. Like you take your goal and you say, How do I accomplish this? And that may mm-hmm. even take time to figure out how you're going to accomplish this goal. Even if right. it's something that you think you know what you need to do, maybe you need to take that time to do that research, and that could be the difference in your execution lasting and you mm-hmm. versus the the reverse. So being very diligent in your goals and then also in the breakdown of them. How is it going to it may be that you say, OK, I want to get healthier. That's a very broad goal. So right. you have to think about that. How am I going to do it? And then you identify sub goals within that long term goals, short term goals. <clears throat> how you know, uh, reward system? Maybe I need a reward system. Maybe for every 10 pounds I lose. I I don't know whatever float your boat and find your lost remote. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly it. Yeah, and that's really that takes you from me And just having the will. And that's really an exercise in self awareness that I feel like a lot of times people are not comfortable enough with themselves to do, but it's very, very necessary with goal setting you have to have that self-evaluation you cannot be afraid to identify your strengths and identify your weaknesses because Mm -hmm. i guarantee you if you don't your weaknesses are going to manifest themselves while you're trying to reach your goals and that's why a little a lot of people fail you know keeping on the same track with weight loss goal uh with weight loss, getting healthy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I think a lot of people they don't do that if what are my what are my weaknesses? And so you start working out, you start trying to eat better and then after a couple of weeks you're like screw this because you never did that evaluation to say okay, my weakness is potatoes or my weakness is I stress eat. My weakness mm-hmm. is I like variety. So I don't want to I meal prep may not be for me because I don't want to eat the same thing every day. You really have to do that work. While you're setting your goals and while you're figuring out how am I going to get there? Because these are roadblocks that you may not be aware even exist. So it's very important execution. So for all for everyone that is goal setting for the new year or. Maybe refreshing goals that you've already been working on. For those of you who are anti, don't, you know, on the wait to the next to the new year to set goals, train, you know, no shade to y'all. Just don't be shaming <laughs> everybody else for when they decide to start trying to reach for the stars. <clears throat> it's just some things to, to think about. And I really have to take my own advice. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> You too.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... That'll be a thing, and you know, fitness is definitely one of my goals. So, I'm definitely gonna resurrect the hashtag #ASIFit thing that I talked about. Was that last summer trash? Anyway, (laughs) it's 2018. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So with that, yeah, you gotta do that. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Maybe I'll. I, I don't know. I have to put some thought to it. See. (laughs) <laughs> Say I'm going to do something Now I got to figure out how am I going to do it How am I going to incorporate it into my Every day
2: mm-hmm.
0: So we're going to move on To the main topic now talking, <laughs> So
2: <Okay. clears
0: throat> As I stated earlier I've been struggling this 2018 To get things started and, and I mean that in all aspects of life Just with with work With my Sleep schedule with this show. I've really been struggling with this show, and it kinda annoyed me when I thought about it yesterday because I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're only a couple of weeks from the one-year anniversary, and now you start struggling. Now the momentum is <laughs> is getting a little dry. Like oh, so. However, <clears throat> here we are. I have a guest. It feels a little bit like a normal show, so that's good. <laughs> And we're going to keep it a little light. Uh, Before, we were going to talk about goals and all of that for the whole show. But I decided, number one, I didn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, I didn't think there was just enough meat and potatoes there for an entire show. So instead, we're going to do a BuzzFeed article. You guys know how I love my BuzzFeed articles because... Stick it to the BuzzFeed, just like they get on there and they get to highlighting y'all's tweets and putting them shits on their website, Mm -hmm. taking y'all's gifts, y'all jokes with gifts and stuff. So it always feels good to to take one of their articles and talk about it on the show. So (laughs) this article says 18 sex tips that are actually awesome. And we will be the judge of that because BuzzFeed, y'all be on some other shit sometime. <laughs> all right. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Take a deep breath. Relax all your muscles. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Let's get into it. So okay. first up, it says, don't consent to sex you're not into just because it seems easier to get it over with. Period. Um... My initial reaction to this is I feel like this is something that should not need to be said. However, knowing the world we live in, I absolutely understand why it's something that needs to be said.
1: Mhm. But uh Yeah, I, w- I would definitely <laughs> agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hope you're not participating in any activities that you don't want to participate in. Or just because it's like
0: you don't want to say no, or you don't want to sour the relationship, so you figure it's easier just to take it and get it up. No, don't do that. Don't do that. It's 2018. It's the year of consent, and it's the year Mm -hmm. of recognizing the power of your consent or non-consent. So, exactly, don't do that.
1: Yes. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> don't do yourself that disservice of giving yourself to somebody if you really don't want to. Uh, next up it says and just don't bother having sex with anyone who doesn't turn you the fuck on and make you feel like and then it's just five exclamation points. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Do I, I, You think I that's a good one? You know it's I feel like it's another no brainer thing, like if you because in my experience in my limited experience, okay <laughs> okay <laughs> having sex with someone who you are not necessarily just supremely turned on by not as enjoyable, and if you are <laughs> on the bottom bunk, a little bit more painful. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's my personal experience. I don't feel like that is an isolated incident. I'm sure someone out there probably said hallelujah when I just said that. You know, let me be a little <laughs> bit more candid with it. If you're not really feeling the nigga on some level, taking dick hurt even more. All right. <laughs> I'm telling y'all the truth. This is my truth. Um, and also just yeah, you know. <laughs> Why not? Like, why Why settle during sex? Like, there's so many. I feel like there's so many areas in, in life that we settle in. Maybe sex is not one that we need to do anymore. I get it. You know, sometimes you just want to bust a nut and it's a means to an end, but.
1: Right. I agree with that. Maybe just. I used hold to, to have those end. nights where you were feeling horny as hell and just right. having just to make hormones. a call to somebody that. You may not necessarily be totally into them, but, you know, that might be good to at least get you all a little bit. But but yeah, in 2018, let's make sure we're we're all in. In 2018,
0: delete the number of the dude who physically is pleasing but talk too damn much and be killing your buzz (laughs) during sex or whatever the case may be. You know, we don't need to settle during sex. Let's do better. Let's do better for, want better for yourself. Love yourself a little (laughs) bit more. All right? Yes. Next up, it says, be a little bit more selfish. It'll help you get out of your head a little. Hmm. What do you feel about being sexually selfish?
1: uh, This one I was kind of on the fence. Yes and no like i agree uh yeah i mean you definitely want to get off so yeah you want to make sure the person is doing what you like in order for you to do that um at the same time i mean for myself personally i like to please and pleasing the person gets me off (laughs) Mm -hmm. so if i'm attentive to what helps them then it's fun for me as well so that's why i was kind of like yes and uh
0: That's fair. So I look at this a little bit differently. Um, I disagree with what's in the article about being selfish during the actual act. Mm -hmm. I think it's more so of a decision to be a little bit more selfish before you get there. So you go into the situation saying, I'm not going to just be your sex toy and not get what i want out of this you make that decision up front so when you go into it maybe it's something you need to say before y'all get into it or after he done busted his nut and he trying to roll over and get his draws you're like "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh you ain't finished you still got work to do um right but i don't think it's it's definitely not something that you need to be being selfish during the act like we leave in being selfish lovers And we are most certainly leaving fucking selfish lovers in 2017, (laughs) all right? If you're a selfish-ass lover or you wanted um, them... You know what? Let me preface it by saying this. Find out, number one, what works for you, and then find someone that accommodates that, all right? Because I was going to go a different direction, but I said, you know what? I don't need to do that. I don't need to call maybe a top that don't want to do nothing but eat ass and fuck. He may not necessarily be a selfish lover. He's just comfortable in those things. However, you you need to find someone who is okay with that and not go into right. every situation like, all I need to do is eat ass and fuck. Like, I don't want to do nothing else. I don't want to kiss. I, you know, no. Because, yeah, yeah someone else is going to call you a selfish lover because you ain't doing shit for them, really. Exactly. I mean well for me personally
1: that's boring
0: (laughs) yeah but so you really have to find someone that works for you and i think that really will kill a lot of the air of selfishness on either end because if what y'all are both into works for both of you then how can you be selfish all right if you come across if you say okay i'm a top and all i do is eat ass and fuck and you come across the bottom, and the bottom's like, all I do is suck dick and get fucked, well, how, how is anybody going to be selfish in that situation? So you avoid mm-hmm. that pitfall, because you have identified early what it is you're into, and you found somebody that was into it too. I mm-hmm. think, and I could be wrong, you know, feel free to tweet us, uh, leave comments on SoundCloud, whatever the case may be, I would love to get listener feedback up in 2018, but... It's just really a thing where the selfishness comes into play because people decide I'm going to have sex this way and I'm going to have sex with everybody this way. Like you have to be adaptive with sex, especially if you're not going to be fucking the same person. Like, just because on Tuesday, you and Bobby got down that way. Now it's Friday. It's the weekend, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Drop them mm-hmm. draws and give me what I want, but I don't want what you gave Tommy <laughs> on Thursday. I want what I want. All right, like well, this is a whole different experience, and you need to adapt and get on board with that shit, or you need to go back to Tommy
2: or Timmy <laughs> or whatever true. the
0: fuck I called them.
2: So, so that's all I'm saying.
0: I feel like this is something that can be avoided. Just being up again, being upfront with yourself, and knowing what you like, knowing what you're into. And having the wherewithal and the patience to find someone who was also into it, you know, because you're not doing anybody any favors by saying, I put myself in this sexual box and I'm not coming out of it. And everybody that I come across needs to get in it with me. Like, no, you're not going to cage this bird just because you're not adventurous. Fuck out of (laughs) here. All right. So next. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) It says. However many minutes of foreplay you think you need, double it. Now, hold on, sis. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on, okay? Because if you come across someone who is a little bit more blessed in that region, (laughs) all right, and your jaw don't have the range, doubling the amount of foreplay may not be, that may not be, (laughs) the odds may not ever be in your favor is what I'm saying here, all right? Like, I think it's something do. that you need to be very you need to be very cognizant of your partner because some people like a lot of foreplay, some people don't. Some people like just enough foreplay to get you right to the promised land and then okay, let's let's bang it out. Some people the entire sexual experience is foreplay like especially mm-hmm. I think with gay men. So I think it's you just really have to Be aware of your partner. Pay attention to body language. And again, know what you want. And hopefully know what your partner wants. And then you may say, okay, you know, this is cool and everything. I just need a smooth, cool 13 minutes of foreplay. And then let's get into it. Because um, I've only allotted 30 minutes because my show is coming on. So (laughs) (laughs)
2: let's
0: get to it. I don't know. But what say you? What say you? (laughs)
1: I don't know, I definitely agree with you Um, I love foreplay but yeah, it just depends on you and whoever you're with, if 10 minutes is good enough for y'all and then y'all get right into it then that's up to you all, but me personally, I love it, I could do it hours, but (laughs) that's just (laughs) but it just depends on, like you said whoever you're with, so whatever works for you both Go ahead and do it. Yeah. The takeaway from that is
0: number one, I don't even know who's counting them. I don't know who's counting the minutes of foreplay.
1: Right. Me, myself <laughs> and
0: I, like I'm never over. Yeah, I don't think anybody is,
1: uh has the stopwatch going. Yeah. You just kinda feel it. You respond to the to the move, respond and to unless, the moans, respond unless, to the motions.
0: Unless I'm having like a and adult playtime, like before work, so I have to be cognizant of the time so I can get to work on time. Yeah, and, and that's a rare, <laughs> you know, that's a rarity because trying to get it in before work while still fun, it's just it's this it's just a lot. You know, because you like okay? I don't, I could go a little bit longer, but then I'm gonna be stuck in traffic. It's just. Mm-mm.
1: Right. Like, I guess it's meeting at team. Right, so it's like,
0: <laughs> is playing in your traffic worth me having to sit in traffic trying to get to work? So, it's just one of those things. But now, don't pay attention to the clock so much during foreplay. Like, just, just get it in. Right. Your body will tell you when you've had enough. Your jaw will be like, bitch. <laughs> okay? Yes. Your tongue will be like, this is enough. Like, we like how this tastes, but we need to move on. <laughs> so... Next up, it says, stop worrying that toys will replace a partner and incorporate them into your sex life. So, listen. Listen. (laughs) I don't know what kind of toys y'all are playing with, but Plastique is not replacing shit over here. It's a nice alternative because, you know, when you think about it. You don't have to worry about it. Acting like it didn't get your text message. You don't have to worry about (laughs) it. Coming to your house and getting a little bit too damn comfortable. Wanting to use your shower and all this other shit. (laughs) Trying to spend the night. You don't have to. So yeah, I get it. But toys, toys are not replacing human flesh. And for anybody with the joke, like, well, these robots coming. No, no, no. Let me tell you what's not (laughs) ever coming into my house or entering any of my orifices. And that is a goddamn robot. All right. You leave them (laughs) terminators where the fuck they are.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. It's like, yeah, it's always a fun. Yeah. Get your nipple clamps, get your prostate stimulator, get all all of that. But nothing can replace Smelling the scent like of the your partner. Thing, <laughs> Ain't nothing replacing feeling Ain't their weight like on you, the feeling their body thing. hate. Yeah. <laughs> nothing is replacing that. Yeah.
0: Agreed. 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 Now, unless you just had a pitiful li- a sex life and then you discover like a fleshlight, you know what? Whatever. floats your boat. And we'll leave it at that.
2: Mm hmm.
0: I will say, though, um, Sex toys with the partner lit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes <Okay>. indeed. <laughs> so become a student of your sex life and take note of what turns you on the most. I think we talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just you have to self-awareness is not just for spirituality or whatever the case may like you that <laughs> self-evaluation is It it applies in all aspects of life, especially with sex, because, again, a lot of this stuff. How do you know you like toys if you don't do that evaluation? How do you know what you like if you don't do that evaluation and take note of what you like? Exactly. So figure it out and work it out. Exactly. It says, Be open to what you can learn from new or different partners. I think that's just a given. (laughs) I think some of the, probably the best lovers that you come across are good lovers, not necessarily because of the quantity, but just because they are very good at learning what people like Mm -hmm. and... Finding a way to apply that, apply it in a way that it works for a lot of people versus taking something that's maybe very specific for this one person. Like, okay, you know, I like you to pee on the back of my head, but maybe that's not something that you incorporate into your regular sexual routine. But
2: maybe a certain
0: (laughs) a certain technique of, I don't know, nipple suck. That probably is something you can incorporate that's going, that a lot of people are going to like. And that's something new that you've learned from a different partner. And you can use it with different partners and new partners. And Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think.
1: I like that. If you can show me something new, teach me something new, I'm all for it.
0: <laughs> or even if it's not something new, it's just a new way of doing something that, you know, we already do. Because I think that kind of, I think that doesn't get enough shine. I think, you know, there's always different ways to do things. So Mm -hmm. you don't want to get caught up in that. You don't want to get caught up in teach me something new because then it's like, okay, but what you teaching that person? And now (laughs) you look like a selfish ass lover because you holler and teach me something new and you ain't. Anyway, (laughs) next up says use safe words, even if you're not doing BDSM stuff. Um, let me read the breakdown because I don't know about this. It says, regardless of if you're tied down to your bed or pushing boundaries and t- and trying something new, using safe words with your partner or partners really builds trust and makes sex feel better. Knowing that your partner or partners and you are safe and enjoying everything makes it all worthwhile. Um... I think I
1: agree with that.
0: I don't know. I think they're kind of reaching.
1: <laughs> kind well, especially of... if you're trying something new. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're if trying it's...
0: something new, but it's like, I don't know if you need a dedicated, safe word. It's just kind of like, okay, we're trying something new. If my leg gets shaken in a weird way, then you know
1: <laughs> to stop. I mean I guess Well I mean the know. safe word might be a little bit better than slapping him across his face because it hurt. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm just I'm just a fan of, <laughs> of Stop, so
1: <laughs> Well yeah, stop works. <laughs>
0: uh, 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 okay, this is not working for me. But you know what? <laughs> what I will say from this is don't be afraid to be vocal during sex. Don't be afraid to say something, speak up. You know, if somebody is is drilling your shit and you're not into it, you're not feeling it no more. Speak up and be like, okay, we need to switch positions, or you need to get in at a different angle because this is not working mm-hmm. for me. Don't just lay there and take it for the sake of doing it, mm-hmm. or because you've True. already started. Like you know, so at the very least, I can agree that maybe a safe word is not what you need. can be cute, but at the very least, be willing to speak up during your sexual experience. Because this is an experience for both of y'all. Again, even if you are a pleaser, it's still mm-hmm. a situation for the both of you to enjoy together. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, whew, what you don't want to do <laughs> <laughs> is get in a situation where you're like, okay, I'm a pleaser and the person knows you're a pleaser and then they start doing the fucking most. That's not <laughs> what you want, you know. Still want to keep it the hell cute. So next up, it says, "We're just moving right along." Amen. 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 oh yeah. <laughs> it says, "Get comfortable with your own naked body, girl. It's never going to look perfect, especially during sex." Um. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think. More important is getting comfortable being naked with your partner or with a partner. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you all something as a team, as a a car carrying member of Team Chunk, there is (laughs) nothing more satisfying. And there is nothing that is going to improve your sex life more than saying, you know what? It is what it is like this nigga knows what he's getting into. You he know, likes it. He knows that I got a belly. He knows that I have, you know, m- moobs. He knows this. He know I got rolls. Right. Once you accept that truth and you realize this person is here because they want to be here,
2: whoo! <laughs> hi <Hi-ya! Yeah. laughs> I completely agree with hi-ya, you on that. Yeah.
0: Listen, once you... <laughs> That's a testimony right there. All right, write that down
2: hmm
0: just like those jokes that are on twitter and facebook and stuff be like for the big boys and the big girls like don't be afraid to get on top if they die they die they know what they signed up for <laughs> shit get yours okay get mm-hmm. yours because i especially in gay world if you are a chunky boy and if they don't want to fuck with you they will let it be known they don't want to fuck with you all right gays have no problem telling you you too fat or you too this you too that <laughs> With your rude asses.
1: But when you find one that does enjoy Team Chunk, listen. And have a good time. Listen, listen, listen. Let them grab them, grab that chest, grab them rose,
0: Whatever. Suck on
1: everything they want to suck on. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> listen, you can even get your life by somebody that's like, I'm just trying to get mine, I don't really care. You know what? We don't need to do that. So (laughs) next up, it says just try out that thing you've secretly and you're secretly intrigued by already. (laughs) Now, the graphic that they have here, train sex, plane sex, (laughs) backseat of the car sex. And I'm going to say if any of those are on your uh, list, proceed with caution, because. Okay. In a lot of places, if you get caught, then you have to like register as a sex offender. Like I, right? When I'm scrolling (laughs) Tumblr and y'all are doing the most, I mean, it's cool or whatever. I look and you know, I might get a little joy out of it, but in the back of my mind, I'm always like, okay, girl, because
2: depending on where you
0: live, (laughs) shit, your ass get caught. You you literally have to register as a sex offender.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: you know like that one dude that got caught like he would go into buildings and be in the lobbies naked jacking off and shit i think he went to jail maybe more than once oh really yeah i remember
1: that too i didn't know he went to jail wow okay i'm
0: pretty sure i saw that on tumblr they were like oh he out of jail it's like damn <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: shit. but i'm just saying yeah you know, some so- people be doing the most like you see on Tumblr sometimes. Oh, like, I can't remember so the Tumblr page name, but it was like a couple. They would be in Walmart and oh, yeah, Target and stuff oh, doing stuff. I'm like that's a little videos. bit too much. Like At I get, get it, it in but anywhere, okay. <laughs> All right, girl, you're
0: gonna be getting it in jail too.
1: <laughs> right, like you in the middle of the aisle. Right, they'd be like over that's
0: there a little in the bit too, too much.
1: There. Right, I mean, I you like
0: know they're strategic <laughs> on where they do it because in most walmarts the clothing aisles are not that packed like ain't nobody in there trying to pick them shirts up and them cheap ass socks and drawers unless you know it's just that (laughs) kind of year that kind of month or whatever but Mm -hmm. for the most part they hang out in the areas where it's not that many people but i'm just saying don't let those out in public videos get y'all caught out there you know what i'm saying Right. <laughs> I'm fairly certain when they do those videos, they go into those places like, now look, we're going to be fucking over there on aisle three, all right? <laughs> and now here you come thinking you can go to the Seven Eleven and be over there fucking by the jelly and somebody come down that aisle, now you're ass in handcuffs. Just be careful.
2: Uh-huh. However... Be careful.
0: Back to the original point. If there is something that you want to try sexually, try that shit. You know, don't worry about someone's shaming you don't worry about let your own internal shame go and try mm-hmm. that shit look you only live once and really this is again me preaching that myself but whatever you know whatever it's the beginning of the year and this is self-evaluation but <clears throat> you only live once okay and a lot of us are not gonna be fucking well until our 60s and 70s. So you need to get that shit in <laughs> while you can, while the equipment works effortlessly.
2: Mm-hmm. All right? While mm-hmm. everything
0: is still aesthetically pleasing or whatever the case may be, try that shit out. So I have a question. Yes. What's what's something that you are secretly intrigued by that you want to try that you haven't already?
1: Um I am intrigued. I am intrigued about some of the outdoor stuff, like if we're out in the wilderness, uh, in the secluded park or something. Nobody's hello. Keyword secluded, right? <laughs> Off the beaten path, and you know we start feeling a little, a little type of way. That's, I would be. That's open to, uh, Trying a little something out out in the open. That's cute. You're like we Isn't off the breeze, the, blowing the naked body. <laughs> we off the beaten
0: path, so you can come beat my path. That's very cute. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, for what about m- you? me, uh, hmm. I I think probably group play. Okay. You know, it's not something that, that can I've, be hot. It's not something that I have a lot of experience with, so I'm just curious to see what that's like. Um, so who knows? Maybe one day
1: with the right people, it can be ooh, very hot. Uh,
0: I mean, the <laughs> the right people is always critical, no matter if it's one on one or one on ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to have the right people in the right circumstances.
1: Mm-hmm. A good old okay. time
0: good time had by all Mm, mm, mm. okay next up it says or if you're not ready to jump in do a lot of research and ask a ton of questions so you can feel more comfortable trying it um i don't really feel like that's kind of a given like if you (laughs)
2: uh, are
0: curious about bdsm then you definitely need to do your research whether you find someone on tumblr that doesn't mind answering questions or ask Google Lena or whatever the case may be like do your research and again like i said even with the with the outdoor stuff with the out in public stuff do your research so you know what the laws are in your area so that mm-hmm. if y'all get caught is it a misdemeanor and they going to let you go with a slap on the wrist or is it you have to register as a sex offender
2: right
0: <laughs> even if there and a lot of people don't realize you have to do that in some places even if there are no people around they still will make you register as a sex offender. So do your research and know what's going on in your area. So just in case, cause now, cause we've all, we've all tried it, you know, well, I don't say all, but a lot of us, <laughs> you know, when we were young and dumb and in the back seat of a car fogging it, the mm-hmm. fuck up and somebody come, Or maybe that's just me. Oh, no, I know it's not just me, but maybe... I don't know, not at all. (laughs) Shit. And now you got to roll down the window and be like, oh, officer, we was just talking, you know, his breath hot, he been eating sour cream and onion, uh, lays and shit. So, do your research. And that really applies in a lot of aspects of life, not just sexually. Next up says, don't just speak up about what you want, speak up if you want your partner to do to stop doing something too i think we already hit this one
1: yeah with the safe word, with the safe word wanna... one.
0: don't be afraid to speak up and be like look bitch all right now i got this <laughs> nickel clip i've had um personal story so one of someone that i uh was intimate with after now. this was after the fact, but they were like, you know, I'm my nipples are pierced and I get it. That's like a target, but I didn't like when you like sucked on them too hard. It hurt. And it was Mm -hmm. like, so you just laid there in pain instead (laughs) of being like, not like that, do it like this. Cause I'll be like, look, okay, listen, I will give you the manual. Be like, okay, now lick it. Now suck it. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like a game of bopping. (laughs) okay simon says
1: simon right simon says
0: just lick it now simon says nibble a little bit not too hard you know what i'm saying so yeah definitely yeah definitely we definitely hit that one okay so next up it says master the basics too this is like a given and the example that they give is like a good sensual kiss so let me Mm -hmm. tell you something
1: i love kissing
0: there is listen kissing is great And a lot of y'all don't like kissing because y'all feel like it's too intimate. But it's not too anyway. But I don't need to do that. Uh, So it it literally is something that you have to um, you have to let be known that it's an expectation because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys that be like, you know, I do everything but kiss, and it's like, sis, what? (laughs) You know, be like, no condoms, no this, anything goes except kissing. And it's like you know what I'm not gonna judge you, but I'm also not going to be fucking with you because that's not that's not my ministry. But I agree yeah. because there's I love nothing, it too much
1: not to be able to do it.
0: There's nothing that will have my dick confused worse <laughs> than a bad kisser. You know what I mean? Because it's like it doesn't. Yeah, you know, again, telling my business, it does not take much to like turn me on, but I can get stuck in a state. If my body is like, something's not right, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're kissing. So I should be turned on, but it's not good. So my body's like, (laughs) what is, what is, what is this? We don't know what to do. Like, are we proceeding? Are we stopping? What do we do? (laughs) So mastering the basics. Um, what other kind of basics to master? Obviously, um, sucking I'm how to touch. without well, teeth. Oh, you know that's a uh, that's a given. Learning how to touch, learning how to pay attention to your partner's body language. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, just there's a lot of things. Y'all, let us know what the basics are that should be mastered, and don't be coming with no crazy ass shit like. You know, if you can't take no 10 inch then you ain't no- <laughs> get the fuck out of mm-hmm. here. OK, that is not basic on any level That's advanced. That's hella advanced. All right. <laughs> Shit. That's graduate courses right there. OK, next up, it says have more conversations about what you like and want outside the bedroom, too. Hmm. Let me read the description so we can get a better idea of where they're going with this one. It says really have serious, lengthy conversations about what feels good, what you can do and can't do things you could do differently and have them frequently. Sometimes what feels good changes or you want to explore and see if other things feel better. Being 100 percent open and comfortable is the key to having a good sex life. So this kind of goes back to the point I made about the one guy I was with. and He waited until after the fact to be like.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: don't be yanking on my my nipples, bro. And it was like I guess it's the same thing, you know. He we had the conversation outside of the bedroom, but I was just kinda like, you literally could have been like, don't do that.
1: <laughs> and I would have
0: stopped. Like it's not like I'm gonna be like, you know what I mean? Cause there's and I kinda get it, cause there's let me woo! Woo! <laughs> Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. There is nothing worse than having sex with someone that does not listen. If you say, I don't uh, like this or I don't want to do this, and they have had it in their head that everybody else that I've been with likes it this way, so you're going to like it too. Just let me do it. No, motherfucker. I no. said what I said. I ain't everybody else. Okay, I don't want to do it. I don't like it. <laughs> Tighten it the fuck up. <laughs> so whether it's in the moment or having one of those lengthy conversations after the fact, I definitely agree. Now, if this is just a one night stand, obviously you don't need to hit them on Jack and be like, now nah, look, sis, I tried. Right. And you was trying to take a bite out of crime. That ain't my, there's no point at that point. <laughs> but if it's somebody you are having sex with regularly, then yes.
1: Yeah, have those conversations. Mm-hmm.
0: Since so that said, don't take sex too seriously, otherwise it just won't be fun anymore. Um, I agree because we see this a lot in like movies with straight people and stuff, and sometimes you know if you watch enough gay movies, like I do, they they starting to do that too, where it's like sex has become a chore because it's not really fun anymore. It's mm-hmm. just like a biological need and urge at this point. Mm -hmm. i definitely feel like keep it keep it fun keep it funky you know one thing that i uh i had with with one guy the same guy actually uh we kind of had a ritual i think i talked about this in a long 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 time ago we had a ritual where we would have sex and then we would eat taco bell and that was kind of our thing and it kept it fun (laughs) and it was like you know, you know Taco Bell always changing their menu, so you're like, okay, what am I going to get after I get some? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Am I getting like a quesarito? Am I getting an incharito? What's up with
1: the what's up? That's cute. So,
0: I, I, I agree, you know. Keep it keep it fun, keep it fun, and keep it funky. In a good way, not in like the literal sense, because no. <laughs> I mean, unless you're into
1: that. Yeah, that's what...
0: That's what today. I hope
1: to do in 2018. Come on, manifest it. <laughs> it's been a drought over here, so I'm like, I need to have, definitely need to have more fun in the oh. sex department.
0: I realize that I do, but I'm still on a drought because I just don't want to deal with men right now. Like, I'm just. <laughs> in 2017, I was, I half hazardly tried, and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, y'all are making it difficult. And all I'm saying, like, let's just hook up and even that was difficult i said you know what this is probably not for me right now because it shouldn't be this hard next up it says masturbate and be experimental in your masturbation so you can learn new things about what you like
1: um definitely
0: (laughs) how does the song go love thyself put no one above thee because ain't nobody gonna fuck me like me boxy brown told y'all all all right she's a bad mama jamma she told y'all uh yes. I I agree. You never have know. Have to play
1: but with you, yourself.
0: Play with yourself, play with your own squishy. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Um
0: for me one of those kind of aha things was when I discovered uh fleshlights or jacks. Jack. Yeah, fleshjack is the gay version. Um Okay. And that was a new masturbatory experience. But yeah, you never you don't, don't know what you like try some. I still
1: some. need to try one of those. Yeah.
0: Actually, you know what? I didn't, and I didn't experience, I, uh, I didn't discover it on my own. I actually hooked up with a guy, and he was like, oh, I got these things. I have two of them, and that was an experience. And I was like, mm. well, let me just go ahead and grab one of these. When I got a little extra chin-chin-chin. <laughs> and I did. I mean, sometimes it can be a little bit of a chore, because it's like, okay, I need lube, and whew, but, mm. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, you you know you never know what you might you might if you have the range you might discover you a you a double fist kind of kind of guy <laughs> you know for our women friends out there I feel I definitely encourage women to explore themselves because listen especially straight women because these mm-hmm. men are so boo boo <laughs> so I definitely I one hundred percent y'all. Eh. Invest in time and whatever else you need to figure out your own nooks and crannies. Right. What you like. And then you can bestow that information on someone else. You can let that nigga know. Like, look, now when you hitting it from the back, if you just reach up under the hood and do a little then that'll get us both to <laughs>
1: But you won't know that if
0: you don't play with just you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. After mm-hmm. bathing, it's not a bad thing necessarily,
1: not at all.
0: Now, pay attention to your partner's nonverbal cues to learn more about what they like, too. We've already hit this again. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have it is imperative to pay attention to your partner's body language or partners, yeah. You know
2: what
0: I'm saying? Yeah, because you never know. You might I be, love that. You might be in a group That's- situation and somebody's over there shivering because they cold you might want to bring them over and just even if you don't want to do nothing with them specific, you might you know just jack them off while you getting served whatever the case may be you know i've gotten a little <laughs> bit pornographic with it that was not my intention um but yeah, yeah. i love that just
1: um uh, yeah paying attention to how they respond how they moan yeah they squirm a little bit when you look a certain spot yeah that's hot right.
0: i not yeah i think it's especially lit when you when it's a positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. you know because a lot of times we say this and it's kind of like a negative like okay pay attention if they arch they back a certain way they may not like it but also pay attention to the stuff that they do like Mm
2: -hmm. because you
0: may find yourself in a situation where you can increase you can crank up the intensity and and or you can do like a variant that's really gonna have them you know ready to move you in and and (laughs) <laughs> get you on the 401k but pay attention to those things yes. be attentive That's, so last up it says and of course <laughs> bitch what the fuck <laughs> it says of course put pizza rolls in the oven before you start so that when you're done you have a snack if y'all don't get the fuck out of here pizza rolls I don't want no damn pizza rolls I don't want no tostinos when I come over there to get broke off. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck? I can do like a normal person and I can just stop at a fast food. I can just stop at the Waterberg on my way home.
1: Mm-hmm. Grab some white castle. I don't know her. <laughs>
0: So that is going to wrap up the main topic. Those are the 17 sex tips that are actually awesome because that last one was some hot ass, funky bullshit. (laughs) And now we're going to wrap up the show with one of my favorite segments, the queer query (laughs) question. So first question, what's an event you have planned for this year that you're really looking forward to? Whether it's like a concert or a trip that you're taking, whatever the
1: case may be. Uh, a friend of mine is turning 40 this year. Uh, so we have a trip to Orlando, Florida planned. He wanted to go down there to let just be a kid again. <laughs> well, he um, turns 40. So we're just going to, a group of us are going down there. So it should be a good time. I'm really looking forward to that. Low- I haven't been to Orlando low-key. since I was a kid. <laughs> right. Low key,
0: I've heard that like Disney World and all that stuff as an adult is fun as hell. Okay. Um, that's what I've heard from several sources. Cannot confirm, but I feel <laughs> I like so. it would be because it's like okay, so I've been to Disney World twice. Mm-hmm. Um once when I was like a a baby teenager. And so that was fun. Even though my brother is, is is much younger than me, we had a strong enough connection that we could have fun. But And then we went again after I graduated from high school, and we went with, like, two other families, and I was the only one my age, and that shit was whack as hell. Like, <laughs> not having anybody my age to to talk to or just... Get away from the from the family and like okay we're gonna go down this path we'll meet y'all over there by the lion cage and like so it was whack mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> but I imagine being an adult and doing exactly what you want to do and being able to drink
1: right would be
0: <laughs> would be super lit yeah so.
1: so we're gonna do like a um we're gonna do an Airbnb so we're gonna just get like a huge house and just have a good time.
0: Well, that's super cute.
1: I'm here for it. I can't wait to see those pictures.
0: <laughs> um, I don't actually have any, anything planned yet for the year. Like I have some things that I know I want to do, but I don't I haven't really started planning anything. OK, Um, so I guess in general, I would say I'm looking forward to whatever I do end up planning for my birthday because I think I'm going to take a trip. I don't know where, I don't know where, but I know I probably don't want to spend my birthday here. And especially if some of my goals line up that I'll be itching to travel and see people and it'll be warm again and so cuz that'll probably be the first foray that I really do anything, it'll be my birthday. Um I don't think I'll okay. do anything before that. So, I may end up I may go to DC. DC is always fun. Maybe I'll go to Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see.
1: You need to come to Chicago. Put that on your list for 2018. Right. <laughs> it's
0: a specific window because <laughs> y'all, it be cold up there, and I'm. I'm now I'm not one of those Texans that like bust out the bubble fur when it's 60 <laughs> degrees, but that Chicago shit, that wind. mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that's definitely that's an
1: experience
0: that I don't need.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't, listen, I'll go when it's warm. Uh, OK, next question it says, what's one of your favorite Instagram accounts to follow?
1: I have a few. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> but probably one of my favorites is one of my favorite artists, uh, Khalees.
0: Ooh, she does have a good Instagram. Listen, mama be cooking Zound,
1: okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, when
0: they had that uh, dinner party and it was like Kelly Rowland and a whole bunch of other people, I was like, that food looks so damn good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then when she had that truck, that food truck.
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does her thing. And then I love how she, she'll she post her kids, but she never shows their faces. Mm-hmm. That's cute to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. What you won't do? What you won't do? Um, For me, obviously, I have a lot of accounts that I like to follow for lust reasons.
2: Um, oh, right. I right. am a
0: <laughs> big proponent of lusting from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, I think I have two. One is the um what's his Instagram name? I think it's Yep underscore I'm underscore Cajun with the K. Uh he's the one I don't know if you've seen the video The funniest video I think to date that he did, he did a video about when your friend hype you up to fight and then you get, <laughs> and then you get beat up.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Have oh up.
0: my god. That that <laughs> video was so funny because it was like, You need to go fight her. I know you could whoop her. <laughs> <laughs> and and part of his shtick is that he whenever he plays a female character, he wears these like ridiculous ass hair pieces where they, they just all mm-hmm. over his head. And he was just going back and forth like, no, nah, because I'm not gonna go in there and get jumped. <laughs> and then, you know, the other voice was like, uh-uh, baby, you ain't got to worry about that. And hands him like a, a, a kitchen knife. And he was like, uh-uh, that's federal time. I'm not trying to catch no charge. <laughs> and so then it fast forward. And um the the other voice is like, get your big fat tail up. I done seen everybody come out of here but you. And then he get up and his shirt toe up and... You know, he got like a fake mm-hmm. bloody nose and he's like, I <laughs> thought you was going to help me. You let me get whooped. <laughs> Listen, that video is high hilarious. Uh, and then the other one that I had been aware of, but I just recently followed and I was actually scrolling down his Instagram this morning is the not Carlton Banks. The one that does all of the choir uh, parodies. Oh okay. So he has all the different wigs cuz he's playing all the different yeah. you know, roles in the choir and then he plays like the pastor and the first lady. Those are always hilarious. Yeah,
1: he's good. He mm-hmm. takes
0: anytime he puts that scream in there, I lose it. <laughs> Especially there was one video where one of them with one of the I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the one with the with the like black and burgundy wig. And he was talking, and mid-sentence, he just opened his mouth, and that scream came out. That scream takes me (laughs) down every time. So those are probably my two favorite Instagram accounts besides, you know, the lustful ones. And we don't need to get into the lustful ones. (laughs) Not on this episode. Too many (laughs) to blame. Okay, last question. Growing up, what was a go-to Sunday dinner like in your household?
1: Mm. mm. My dad did majority of the cooking when I was growing up, so he would have. He would always be some kind of soul food dish on Sundays. Uh, we never did anything like formal. Just you know, all of us sitting at the table talking about our weeks or anything like that. But you definitely always cooked on Sundays. Um. Yeah, this is your traditional soul food type stuff. Your greens and cornbread, uh, some chicken, some mac and cheese. Very, Eating good. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, for me. Still does that to this day.
2: <laughs>
0: hallelujah. Hallelujah. For me, uh, I can distinctly remember two dishes that my mom would make a lot. Uh, one was turkey and dressing like turkey wings and dressing
2: okay
0: um that's what i say we uh for thanksgiving growing up we usually did not have turkey and dressing because mm-hmm. my mom would just wake up randomly one week and be like okay this weekend i'm making turkey wings and dressing so <laughs> when thanksgiving came around anybody want to eat that so we would have gumbo and stuff like that and fried turkey um okay. And the other dish was uh, like a potato. It was like a ground beef potato casserole that I believe was passed down from my grandmother. And she mm. would make that pretty periodically. She, When my mom got super bougie and she started getting those Pamphlet Chef kitchen things, she got <laughs> one of those like ceramic uh I don't even know what you call it one of those ceramic casserole dishes and so she would make that potato casserole in that dish mm-hmm. um I guess that was I guess it's supposed to be like a family staple I don't know you know me and my family are Pfft. but I do remember when my brother was in school and I think he was like in home ec or something they had to take recipes to school and that was one of the recipes that he took But I don't think they made it because it was a little bit... It's not a complicated dish, but Mm -hmm. probably too complicated for high school... Homemade class. (laughs) Homemade. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta cut potatoes and ground beef and have some kind of cream of mushroom soup and it was just a lot going on. And it's super greasy too, so those were some go-to dishes uh, for Sunday dinner at home. It's like, okay, we get home and Buss out the casserole or bust out the turkey wings and the dressing and mm-hmm. sit there mad or wondering where the cranberry <laughs> sauce is. Although my mom's dressing is pretty good. Like you don't really need the cranberry sauce. And for you for cranberry sauce, I'm talking about in the jar. I know we already <laughs> did this for Thanksgiving, but because we don't eat that on Thanksgiving Because I've had like fresh cranberry sauce and that is not my jam. It just, it just is not, it just doesn't line up for me. So, anyway, that is going to wrap up this episode of Gay Side Stories. Gilly, thank you so, 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 so much for agreeing to come on the show. Like I said, I know you were like nervous and, oh, I don't know. you know, I don't, mm, I was like, bring your ass, <laughs> bring your ass. Thank you for
1: having me. I greatly appreciate it. So yeah, this did take me out of my comfort zone. But that's another thing I said I wanted to do in 2018, mm-hmm. making sure that I do things that make me more uncomfortable because how else are you going to grow? Exactly. And exactly. having new experiences.
0: I agree. And I again, I want to, I want to sincerely thank you for just being so supportive. Like I say, I see you super supportive of of everybody trying to do something creative and I really <laughs> appreciate it cuz I try to do the same, but it it gets to be a lot sometimes. Like I have a shitload of podcasts that I mm. listen to and then you fall behind quickly, so but from jump, you know, you were there showing love, showing support and I'm really appreciative. You know, almost a year later.
1: Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> no problem at all. You're very welcome. Just keep it up, and it's it's been a great year, and I look forward to hearing more.
2: Well, I'm
0: doing my best. 2018 is like <laughs> what you got, and I'm like what you got. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, guys remember you can go to GaySideStories.com for more information about guests about the show if you want to follow me on social media if you want to know a little bit more about me all of that is on the site email me at GaySideStories at gmail.com if you have any feedback suggestions for shows if you want to collaborate if you have a short story prompt because as I said on previous episode I am going to start doing that again I probably will start trying to work on the writing again this week. Either the short stories or the blog, one of them will probably be this week. Um make sure that you are following on social media. It's Gay Side Stories on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Like the Facebook page. If you have not already, make sure you are subscribed. The show is on Acast. It's on TuneIn, Google Play Music, SoundCloud apple podcast stitcher speaking of apple Podcasts, if you're over there that's where you listen you like the show you want to send a little bit of encouragement you want to congratulate me on the upcoming one year anniversary of the show i would really appreciate you guys if you went and left a review left even if if you don't want to write a review just leave a five star rating and go on about your day no big deal shout out to everyone who's left reviews recently um shout out to you BB2 from the Baby Boy podcast. I did see the one that you left. I appreciate it. Um and that's about it. Make sure you share this show with other people. That's how we grow. That's how, you know, I can mm-hmm. sustain having a guest on the show every week because <laughs> a lot of it has been friends and, you know, people that I'm cordial enough with on the timeline, but I don't mind a cold collaboration if someone's like hey you know i think this person would be good on your show or if you have something that you're doing if you're writing a book or you're you know coming out with an ep or something and you want to talk about it on the show i'm open to that as well so thank you guys so so much for listening again we're coming up on episode 52 in a couple weeks so if you have suggestions for that something you want to hear let me know and to wrap it up Don't forget the lost commandment. Thou shalt protect thy walls or they will crumble. Okay. They will crumble. And I'm going to add to that. And I'm going to say thou shalt not be afraid to speak up while, while having sex. Because that's another way that your walls will crumble. You fuck around and somebody back there and they ain't playing no ball headed ass games with your ass. (laughs) <laughs> and you ain't speaking up being like okay no we need to switch to a different, different position and now your whole mad at you and you mad at the nigga <laughs> but you didn't speak up so anyway right right we're out of here you guys <laughs> see you next week All
1: right, everybody. Bye everybody